What's up, everybody? You are listening to the Otaku Spirit Anime Cast. My name is Andrew, and I'm joined here with Chris. Yo. And you have been listening to Shards of a Rainbow by Natsumi Khan. That is the intro for One Week Friends, or Ishuken Friends, if you prefer. And today's episode is going to be our second part of the Spring 2014 reviews of the lineup for anime. And we have another six? That sounds... I think it's five, honestly. One, two, three, four, and five. One of them is going to be a short, so shouldn't take too long for that one. Um, but yeah, before we get started, though, we have a mailbag question. It's actually a question that was thrown up on the forums by Neko, uh, which is one of our newer v- members. Welcome. And uh, I think also a fresh member to the anime culture. So welcome in both cases to both of those scenarios. We hope that you're listening to this and you can get this answer. And we're going to post up the answer for you as well on the forums because I know it wasn't put specifically in the podcast questions. But we thought it was a great subject, so we're going to jump into it. Um, he points out that he has been checking out the uh, the jargon of anime, has recently discovered the shaft tilt. Yes, the, 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 the shaft <laughs> tilt. As I was as I was mentioning <laughs> earlier, it is the shaft figured out a way of making that psychotic evil neck tilt that they do in uh, all the creepy movies these days, and managed to make it their thing. And somehow it's not as creepy when it's in their shows, even though it's creepy to me. But anyways. He says, a term that seems more complicated and ambiguous to me is trap. As I started wadding in, I noticed that a fair amount of cross-dressing, uh, there's a fair amount of cross-dressing in shows. And I know that being a trapped involves this, but here is where it gets fuzzy. Is a trap any cross-dresser, or is it something more specific within that? And why, quote-unquote, trap? Where does the term come from? Or could, what could be a prime example and what would be a con- controversial example? Any thoughts on this would be most welcome. I, I think the best way to answer that would probably be more along the lines of it's a character that is designed to... Um, trap you. Trap you is that's, the that's best way to that's say That's where the it. word yeah. comes from, pretty much. Um, it's it's usually in, in terms of a, a male character that is very, very feminine so that the main character who is male looks at the fe- the male character and is attracted to them yeah, and then it, it is brought spe- up that hey it's it's actually a male so that that involves the trap you you mentioned you mentioned cross dressing it so it, at that point it doesn't necessarily have to be somebody that's cross dressing it's just a character that is extremely feminine um or masculine depending on which direction you go um for the the cross the 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 gender swap idea um, not not it's not a gender swap, anyways. Um, but yeah, it's it's where one uh, one side of the 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 sex sees the, another person as the opposite sex is attracted to them, and then that's the trap. It, then they at some point they realize, oh wait, that is not actually the opposite sex. That is the same sex, and that is where the trap lies. Um, we we went through some prime examples really quickly before we started. Um, one of the ones that I think, because we we've already talked about this several cases of where trap just it's it's irksome at points. They usually use it in a way of doing just that. It it confuses the main character, and they usually take it a little bit too far by making it very sexual, awkward, and in the end just kind of uh, uneasy um, the way that they portray it. 
But one of the cases where they did it very well, in my opinion, was in my teen romantic comedy snafu. A character in that show, uh, Saika Totsuka, he is part of the tennis club. And he doesn't dress as a, a female, but the main character really quickly uh, mistakes him for a girl. And he kind of points out, well, I'm a boy, actually. And then he, throughout the rest of the show, every now and then he'll pop in and he'll just... And, the main, and he doesn't do things to provoke the main character sexually, but the main character just goes, wait, I can't think that because it's, it's a boy. <laughs> and that's really funny. Um, why, why am I embarrassed about doing this? <laughs> yeah, the, the, at some point, the, the, this character will tell the main character, oh, we should swap emails. And he immediately goes, oh my gosh, this girl's asking for my email, pretty much. And he's like, wait, no, it's, it's a guy. This, why is this wrong? It's just, it's really, it's really done well. Um, another example here recently, Nana's Buried Treasure had a trap. And that was, uh, who was the character's name? It was Daruko, Daruku Hoshino. And that was a maid character that was a, the assistant of Tensai, which was a master detective. So that's pretty much his thing he was dressed up as a maid completely feminine and the main character was confused by that but they kind of pointed out really quickly a show that covers nothing but the idea of being a trap which i don't think it was necessarily that he was trying to trick people yeah he was just he was a very feminine character that wanted to be a girl and so you might see that as a uh, a case of trap depending on how you view trap as um, did you have any other ones that you wanted to point out? Yeah, you were going to point out, because he, he specifically asked controversial ones, which I guess would be the ones where it kind of pushes it too far. Uh, one off the top of my head, it would be really re- recent, but I don't know if it would be considered controversial. I, it, one yeah, that I've I seen. That was one of the ones that we were kind of confused about. Is what would you think controversial would yeah, be? And I, I just kind of pointed that as being one that takes it too far. Yeah, one that one that takes it too far that is very recent and that I that just came right to the forefront of my mind was um uh the fla- uh when her flag breaks there was a character in that one that was very trap um and had a he kept popping up and saying I I don't understand why people keep looking at me as female uh and and he kept arguing with people about him being male and but they 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 really placed a heavy emphasis on him dressing as female, um, being female in general, and and it and it really kind of I didn't like it. I didn't I I thought that they pushed that one a little bit too far. Um, another one that did really well on it was Steinsgate one. Uh, I think yeah, I think Steinsgate had a very good trap. Yeah, they did very well, and they even played it. They kind of played it as, hey guys. The, the, he was the main character was dialoguing in his mind, or was was being the uh, what was what they call it uh, the narrator of the show, and he's constantly going every time he shows up. Great figure, but it's a dude. <laughs> <laughs> so he's really pointing out right off the bat, this is a guy, um, even though he kind of likes the main character. Um, one that's coming up here next season, which is I I would con- assume would be a controversial one because I've heard a lot of people talking about this is going to be very risky of a show, and that's uh, Himigoto, and that's going to be a show about a boy who's rescued by this like a student uh, like a club or a student council. Yeah, it's a student council, and the president of the student council says to pay off your debt, pretty much you're are you're going to be dressing up as a girl, 
and so he's forced to dress up as a girl for his school days, pretty much. So that one might be a little more in the lines of controversial, so I, to speak. I also want to point out something just just off because this one goes right along with it because I I, I see it in the in the list of uh, genres in the Himagato, and I I think that it really needs to be said. Um, traps are not necessarily gen- gender benders. Gender benders are actually shows where the character, how is the best way to put it? Uh, the character acts so feminine and it's so ambiguous that you can actually place them as female. Mm-hmm. Where it, it is actually, it's, it's, it's taking the, the trap trope, if you want to call it that, and pushing it to the next level. Um, sometimes they'll they'll have situations where the female turns into male, or like what was it? What was that? Ranma one half. That well, yeah, Steinsgate. That had one a gender bending. Uh, yeah, that Steinsgate actually did gender bender. Um, so be very aware that gender bender is not trap. Trap is not gender bender. It, but they kind of go where hand you're, where in hand. Well, you're breaking the line where they are actually becoming maybe either physically or mentally the other sex. Yeah. And they are pushing it to the point where it might be you're having to address that they are, in fact, the other gender. Yeah, that, so. and I think that that like like that one that you were talking about, that wandering son. I think that one's probably gender bender more than it is actually because he wants to be. Yeah, he wants to be like through female. and through, right? Um, like so, I guess uh, Nana's buried treasure. That character, I don't really necessarily think the character Nana's buried treasure was going for gender bender. It was more, I am dressing up as a girl so that I can be with Tensai and that Tensai would be more comfortable around me. He was never after a boy he wasn't he wasn't trying to go after his his same gender by being the opposite gender it was just he knew that to get closer to tensai this would be a way or something like that i'm assuming i haven't really they never they never dived into any character so how can i know <laughs> <laughs> yay character development in that show check out my review on on our tacospare.com but i hope that you like those answers hope that you're listening to this if not we'll, we'll definitely throw you a link and uh so you can get the full lowdown. And that was a really good discussion. Thanks for posting that question on the forums. Hope that other people go on there and, and give their opinion on what a trap is. If you guys dis, uh, disagree with us, um, talkerspirit.com, click on forums and register. Thank you. If you have any follow-up questions, go ahead and ask. Yeah. All right, so we'll move on to our Spring 2014 Anime Reviews Part 2. And we're going to kick things off with Chika, the Coffin Princess. Now, this is a show that I actually, when I seen the promos for it, I was like, eh, it kind of looks interesting. I couldn't get over her eyes. You had the... You didn't even do a, a initial impression on this one. Yeah, that was one that I... I actually watched the first episode, but Did I you? totally forgot. Yeah. Ah, I'm impressed. It was crazy. It was crazy. I, because I'm, I'm, I totally think that you would have loved this show. This one, I think actually... Go ahead and do the... the or the synopsis so that the we synopsis can... is five years ago the 200 year war between the alliance and the six nations of gaz empire come to an end when emperor arthur gaz the initial immortal Im- Im- emperor of the gaz empire is finally killed wait wait immortal can be killed people die when they're killed that doesn't make any sense that's like contradictory isn't it 
It's just like every video game in the world where you go and kill a god that's supposed to be immortal. <laughs> <laughs> you defeated the last boss, but he was immortal. Congratulations, but he was immortal. Here's a scroll, <laughs> of the cast scroll. Uh, anyways, you kill a god and the world starts falling apart. Great, best deconstruction ever. <laughs> so an immoral, an immortal, we'll just call me immoral emperor. Maybe that makes more sense. An immoral <laughs> emperor of Gaz Empire is finally killed by eight warriors known as... Yes, the eight heroes. Anyways, after the war, <laughs> the Empire lands were divided, and the Alliance, who f- later formed the Council of Six Nations to bring peace and order to the land. In the present, or in present time now, Toru Akra is a former saboteur who lives with his sister Akira, who is very violent. Toru... <laughs> is unable to settle in the peaceful error as his saboteur skills are useless and sees no meaning in his life. I'm starting to see this as another, uh, I couldn't become a hero, so I became a, I got a part-time job, or what is it called? What? <laughs> he couldn't become a hero, so he got a job. That show that we watched the other couple seasons ago. What makes you think that this is anywhere in the na- same neighborhood as that? It just, this is just kind of lined with, right there. Anyways, um, while, <laughs> uh, while foraging at the forest, Torud encounters Chaika Trabant, a white-haired wizard. Did she fall off a tree from, from the sky? No, she was uh, shuffling around in the bushes. Oh, so she's a pervert. Maybe. With a white hair band, headband and a coffin. Saving her not from... a white headband. Oh my gosh. Spoilers. It's like frilly or something. You know, kind of like... Bonnet. A bonnet. Yeah, almost Saving a her from a man-eating unicorn. Did it specifically show that the unicorn eats men? No, he just said that they do eat men. Okay, so they pointed it out. They described it as... Okay, um, just making sure there wasn't another wrong writing there. Seeing their skills as saboteurs, Shaika hires Toru and Akira, Akari, for an important task to steal the remains of Arthur Gauze from the eight heroes who are actually eight warriors. Isn't stealing bad? Not an enemy. Oh. Chaika reveals she is actually Princess Chaika Kaz, the Emperor's daughter, who managed to escape during the end of the war and wishes to find her father's remains, which is divided among the... Wow, divided among the eight here. That's disgusting. As his body parts emit strong magical energy. So he may be given a proper burial. So that's probably why she has a coffin. Chaika, father remains. Proper burial. And she is robotic, apparently. She's not robotic. She just has a weird way of talking. Very I love subtle. I love her. She's I, very subtle. I love the way she talks. That was about the only draw I had that show was the way that she talked. I, I, I hated like her, her eyes. eyes. I absolutely despised her eyes. I got used to it and kind of started ignoring it after a while. But yeah, I did not like her eye artwork at all. But I, I ended up loving the show. Um it was kind of funny because at first it was really it, it went on almost a three episode per part uh, uh, episodic thing for three episodes and then another three episodes they were doing something else and then three episodes they were doing something else um, and then towards the very end they it, it almost like it shifted gears and it became very dark um, 
and it it did decently well. It 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 wasn't something like a a forced dark, which like our our previous episodes, certain shows had did this selector infected weak, weak sauce. <sighs> Shut up. <laughs> um, I was actually talking about um, Riddle Story of the Devil. Oh. Um, anyway, this show it it felt. <sighs> It made sense when it started becoming tonally dark. Um, and, I mean, it didn't... It wasn't something that... I mean, I I, I actually noticed it, and I, I actually tweeted about it. I was actually very surprised that they had went as dark as they went. Because the tone of the show, although it had a dark undertone, it didn't... It wasn't specifically a dark show. And then when it suddenly became... Uh, uh, contrastedly dark. Um, I was very surprised, but it didn't feel like it was out of place. Um, there was one or two scenes that I did think that was a little bit off um, for the the show, but it still fit in the world that it was in. And I think that they did very well on this. And it, um, I can say I do very much suggest this show it, it is a very good show um i can't really find much of anything that was dramatically wrong with it uh besides a sister destroying a restaurant in order to get back at her brother who she thinks is a deadbeat that doesn't appreciate money and then forces him to pay for it if if you're gonna get hung up on that, then there's no there's, there the, 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 I mean that that's one scene in the entire show. I mean, <laughs> this is what I'm trying to tell you. Why you get I hung up find on the bad scenes. You you find one scene and that 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 like shuts you down for the rest of the show. I didn't say it shut me down for the entire show. I mean that was the first episode, but it didn't shut me down. It was just it wasn't a very interesting episode. <laughs> He gets so upset when I don't like his shows. <laughs> so we'll move on to a show that we can agree on. And that is One Week Friends, or again, Ishukan Friends, if you prefer. It's the only Japanese name that I can say that's actually really easy to say. Ishukan Tamadachi. Yes, if you want to go all the way. <laughs> so um, this one covers Yuki Hase, who at some point is interested in a girl named Kari Fujimia, and she is kind of like very cold. Um, you can see her being ad- uh, addressed by other people in the school. She's very cold, very distant, will just shut everybody down from talking to her. Um, at some point, they kind of have an interaction. It kind of triggers him to, you know what, hey, I'm going to ask this girl to be my friend. So one day, he finally just says, hey, I want to be your friend. And she coldly, as usual, declines him. After he gets a little bit of help from his friend, which he usually on a regular basis gets help from his friend, who is uh, Shugo Kiru, uh, he goes back and attempts again, finds her on the roof one day during lunch and says, you always come up here to eat lunch here. He asks her, can I just sit down and have lunch with you? And she goes, well, whatever, sure. So over time during lunch, gradually they kind of start conversing and get kind of a relationship going. And at some point she tells him, look, um, next week I'm going to completely forget you. And he's kind of like, what are you talking about? That doesn't make any sense. She says every Monday she forgets all of her friends. The only thing that she remembers is her family and just anything that has nothing to do with friendships. 
Well, he kind of just, okay, sure. And the next week comes around, weekend's over, comes in Monday. He comes up to her again and says, hey, how's it going? She turns with a cold, usual glare and says, who are you? Well, at this point, he kind of decides, you know, I'm not going to turn back now. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with this. So he just turns and said, will you be my friend again? So he, didn't, he makes at that point a decision that even if this, she does possibly lose her memory every single week, every week I'm going to ask her again, will you be my friend? Because he sees that he wants to be, he wants to form some kind of friendship with this girl. And that kind of progresses to essentially him trying to figure out a way that he can cure her or how she can overcome this, this uh, ailment that she has, trying to figure out what's triggering it. And slowly you kind of have other people kind of introduce. And also even the side characters are very great, uh, good characters that come into contact with Fujimiya and, and Hase and kind of progresses from that point. So, yeah, what do you think of the story? <laughs> I, I The story is, I mean, that's not really what... It wasn't really a, a story-driven show. I, yeah, I it wasn't. It, this it was, was very moment much character-driven, character um, interaction-driven. Um, I can say this for the artwork. It was gorgeous. Absolutely. I loved the way it was very soft in tone, very warm. Um, the character, the character artwork was very, very uh, uh, inviting. I mean, mm -hmm. you wanted you wanted to to know who these people were. Um, everything about this was just it just screamed. Sit down and just listen for a little bit. A lot of it, a lot of it was more like gentle uh, innocence. Was a lot of the the artwork as well, which played really well for what it was. And like I said, it was a it's a moment to moment show. Um, it's really just trying to figure out what these characters are going to do. And the entire time, you're realizing the innocence of these characters and what they're dealing with. But, yeah, I, I, I agree. Artwork is fantastic. The music was right there with some really good ambience. Um, really good intro and outro. Like, you'll hear the... <clears throat> you heard the intro at the beginning of the show. Um, but I think the only... I, I enjoyed the premise of the show. I think when I seen the promo, we both agreed that it was going to be a sleeper hit. That would be something that was going to be really awesome. It ended up turning out that way, which I am extremely happy about. I was afraid at first that it was going to play on the, you know, the reset idea and just completely kill it, but they didn't. They 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 mixed it up with other concepts, which was really interesting. Yeah, uh, no no one particular episode reflected another episode. It was each each week was something very different that they were dealing with, and it and it and it worked very well. Everything flowed into each other the whole time, and a lot of it was just bringing in the supporting cast. That again, I said, like I said, I almost thought that some of the supporting cast were a lot more interesting than the main cast at some points. Um, but nothing really beat Fujimia because she was just very innocent, very adorable, and just like we said before, it, was, it this show really plays on the idea that you want to protect this girl because she's so innocent because. An interesting aspect of it, if you think about it, is this girl is resetting every week that she doesn't have these encounters with friends that help mature somebody in a normal in a normal life. Um, a lot of what you learn in life, you learn from your friends. You learn mistakes. You learn uh, good things. You learn bad things. And she really had that innocent aspect to her. There was a certain scene where things got a little, uh, I guess, suggestive, um, if you want to 
that's a really bad term, but kind of a low suggestive. Uh, and she, it completely lost her. It went, it went right past her because she didn't realize what just happened because she doesn't know what this means. So that I like that they played out that idea. What I didn't like about the show and about the only real... There's two ne- big negatives in the show, and that was one was the conclusion. I thought it felt forced. It didn't make any sense. I felt it was sloppy writing. Um, it just felt too typical, and it didn't match the characters because my other problem is Hase. Um, he wasn't a very likable main character. I know he, he felt good at first because he was trying to help this girl and he felt very genuine at first but he really quickly turned into a very selfish kid and I just did not like having to follow him because he's the main character you have to follow him I I almost wish that they would have broken off from him because like I said he wasn't likable at all and I, I began to really hate him Oh, there was About there was episode uh, six, and especially towards the end. I, I the, and and I have to agree with my brother. Hase himself, he was my biggest. They, nothing irritated me more than Hase in this show. I mean, even when they revealed a character who was, um, just the, the, one, of the one of the later characters. Yeah, one of the later characters who was effectively the antagonist. That character was. A character that I liked more than Hase, which the antagonist is somebody who is supposed to be somebody that you're not supposed to like very much, and that's and that says a lot for how much I disliked Hase. And, I wouldn't want to explain too much into that because that could yeah, be a spoiler. And 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 it's 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 really hard to describe that the that in 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 without ruining anything. That that just goes to show you how much Hase as a character. I would say Hase is the antagonist towards the end. Almost. I mean, when it comes down <laughs> I don't to think it. that was their intention. Don't get me wrong. Don't believe that that's a spoiler. It's just I felt he was an antagonist because he. I don't think he was well written. Um, but th- don't 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 take that as us saying that the show no, in I'm any way in any way that 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 takes away from the show. The show itself is a great show. I, if I was just to say anything, I would say that I wish they had written Hase in a slightly different way. Um, the side characters, Kiryu and uh, Yamagishi, Yamagishi is just absolutely adorable. I loved her voice actor. Oh, I loved her. Um, her voice actor kind of had, she had a perfect voice for Yamagishi, and Yamagishi was kind of a, a really small girl. She, she's very lazy like and yes. very. I guess lazy is just really the, the the best term for her, and the voice just went so perfect with it. Very cute, very lazy, and just matched just so well. Very aloof. Kiryu is the cold friend. He's always there to give Hase the push he needs. I felt he was probably one of the better male characters um, of the show, without revealing the other one, which was be a spoiler. Um, but Kiryu was was the character throughout the entire show that I enjoyed the most because he was just very brunt he would just say do this and it fixed the issue and i i like i said i i just wish he would probably been the main character would be a lot more interesting um but very good cast of supporting characters um and like i said fujimi is just adorable and the, the entire show the moment to moment is just really it's heartwarming it's precious and i just one of the greatest moments of the show is just 
rooting for the characters. There's several points in the show where I just something would happen that would give you hope and you would I just had the urge to just cheer because I was right there with them when they're cheering because something just happened that gives hope and I think that's just a sign of a great show and so even with the flaw with Hase it is highly recommended for me extremely recommended for me okay after gushing so much there um, we're going to move on to giving a a little break this is a uh, from our promo partner and that is aapodcast.com check them out give them a listen and we'll be right back the Anime Addicts Anonymous podcast presents Just Another Day in the Church of Mitsugi. Dearest child, <laughs> confide in me. Child. Confide in me your sins. I don't know. Is this a sin? I was just going to say boobs don't accidentally fall out, but I have had my boob accidentally fall out of my bra before. Not out of my shirt, but out of my bra. So, I mean, I guess it kind of does happen. I mean, boobs are jiggly. Oh, woest. Moe influence child. Ye, ye hath contributed to the Moe movement. <laughs> Let these sins be known, and may God have mercy on your soul. For more Anime Addicts Anonymous podcast, visit www.aaapodcast.com or iTunes. And we're back, and we're going to move on to Nisekoi, which this would be the second part this is in last season it was just a 24 it It was just a 24 episode season yeah so well actually it was 20 episodes it ended like four weeks ago nisekoi follows a high school student raku ichijo the son of the leader of the yakuza faction shui gumi and chitoke kirisaki the daughter of the boss of an arrival gang known as beehive they unexpectedly meet when Shitoge hops a wall and knees Raku in the face with bread in her mouth. <laughs> with toast in her mouth. I don't no. remember that. <laughs> <laughs> After she runs off, Roku realizes that he had lost the locket, which is given to him by his childhood sweetheart, with whom he made a secret promise. After discovering Shitoke is a new transfer student in his class, trope, he forces a her to help him look for his locket. During the search, they begin to dislike each other, even though I think that they disliked each other long before then. Upon returning home, Raku learns that Shuigumi and Beehive gangs have agreed to settle their feud by pairing with leader's children. Raku learns that his girlfriend-to-be is none other than Chitoke trope. For the next three years, they must pretend to be in a relationship to maintain peace between the gangs. This turns out to be quite a challenging task. Not only because of their hatred for one another, but also because Raku has a crush on another schoolmate, Kosaki Onodera, whom he secretly wishes was the girl who bears the key to his locket. Various developments complicate the situation, including Chikoke's overprotective bodyguard, a female hitman, a girl who claims that Raku's fiance, or claims to be Raku's fiance. And the existence of multiple keys. Spoiler. <laughs> anyway. So. Do we get to put in another sh- uh, Shauna there? Another one? Or does it matter that there's multiple keys? What the heck are you talking about? That's not a spoiler? They didn't reveal that until second episode, I think? 
No, like third well, episode. Well, it, it was way in there. Well, I guess this is well. Like the fact that Chitoge has one was fairly quickly revealed. Um, the fact that Raku's fiance per se has one. Yeah, you could probably say that one. No, I think it was like really early on. You learn. Well, I guess I'm, because I'm, technically, I'm meshing what I watched and what I keep watching on your screen. The because technically Raku's fiance is technically a spoiler itself. So you could probably put a shot of there. <laughs> claims to be that's just a trope chris <laughs> it's like there is a trap oh my gosh spoiler um yeah actually speaking of trap uh the female hitman you could it is is a trap spoiler on the other way <laughs> spoiler trope a male a male she's a female that dresses of male i guess that's a cool concept there is we should make a show of explaining that technically tropes aren't spoilers like that girl's so sundere. Oh man, that's a spoiler. No, because the trope. <laughs> anyway, the the main character, the the Chitoge, as uh, love interest number one, she is a sundere. Um, the childhood friend Onodera is childhood friend, submissive, cutesy Dondere. Um, the uh, the fiance is Genki. I wouldn't call her Genki so much as little sister. Come on, give me a trope. Another reason to hate the show. <laughs> Abrasive um I guess I guess I, I guess Genki would be a good the best one for her because she is she fits upbeat. all of yeah, she's very upbeat, slightly sundere and a little bit abrasive, so it, it. I guess Genki would be the best one for her. Um, and then you have the trap, and then you have the trap. So then in lies my who issue. is even more Sundere than Shitoge. Yes, from what I've seen. <laughs> I, I I wanted to like the show from the very beginning because it was like, oh cool, this guy is like in a he's in a uh a he's his father is like the leader of the yakuza, this big gang and. And he just wants to be a chef, so he's walking around, and everybody's like, oh my gosh, he's cooking food, and he's off to school, he's going to become a big chef. He doesn't want to have anything to do with this gang. He, His father wants him to, to succeed him, but he's like, no, I just I want to get out of this lifestyle. And all that stuff was very interesting to me, and I, so I kept watching it, and then at some point, I just kind of had that feeling of harem, oh, and there's a character that I really, really like. And it's not going to work out because the Sundere character is the main character and she's on the cover. Oh, I'm going to get my heart broken again. And here's the tropes and that's why I stepped away. So that's the perspective of somebody who dropped it that means nothing whatsoever because he actually watched it. Okay. <laughs> the way I would describe this is Shaft meets... There was the other um, problem I had. I forgot about that part. <laughs> that is the best way I can say it. Very it is, bad. It is looking. Shaft meets harem. I, if if Shaft does a harem, that's what this is. I mean, all the way through. Some um, would argue that Monogatari was, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't call that a, a harem at all. He's he's very stuck on uh, Sonohara or whatever her name was. Yeah, it's something like that. Sonohara or something like that. Um. So this would be a. I mean, I. Ugh, you're, you're messing me up now. Now I'm stuck on Monogatari. <laughs> explain how how the 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 harem elements work in that one. 
Um, oh my gosh. Okay, focus on the stupid show. <laughs> you mean to reread the intro? No. Okay. Um, the one one thing I can say is the ending was very harem esque in the way that they concluded. Um, it, it didn't, he didn't choose anybody. Um, I got the impression that there may be another season of this coming up. So I'll, I'll leave that as it is. Um, I don't know what's worse. The idea of a harem because they always choose the one main character that you don't really like because you like this other side character, usually a childhood friend or when they don't choose anything at all. Actually, I was going to, (laughs) I was actually going, getting ready to give you, uh, some, happiness in the fact that through the entire show he has always leaned he always leans towards onadera all the way through the show um every once in a while uh chitoge will catch his attention um and strangely enough although he does fancy occasionally the fiance which i why it's why her name is not on there i don't know (laughs) <laughs> uh he he fancies her once in a while but when it comes down to it it's almost like onadera is first on the on the list no matter how how far the show goes chitoge is absolutely second and it and it's and it and then it goes down from there and here's the interesting thing um i thought that it ended surprisingly well um one thing i will say is it had the most absurd um shakespeare play that i have ever seen it was just absurd um and i loved it um so i i can i can attest that there is some parts in it that that are very funny very well done um i don't i don't discount the writing in this show um but remember it is shaft and it's a harem so i mean Take that for what it is. I'm trying, um, to, trying to remember how many episodes I actually watched because I, I think I got all the way up to the point where she was, he was trying to help Chitoge find uh, meet friends, and then she started actually meeting friends. And yeah, she, he had her write well, a I think diary. I got about five or six episodes. I like I said, I really wanted to watch this show because I really liked the concept of guy breaking out of this this gang's lifestyle. And but the other problem I had was just Shaft because. Just like all shafts, just at certain points, it just looks so lazy. Like the whole blank rooms or desks lined up really weird. And yeah, the cup, chair, bicycle, (laughs) eyes, head tilt. Or the the stupid sticks with the stuff popping out of their mouth. (laughs) It's one of those things that just irks me for some reason. The sticks? What? Whenever they, you know how you know how that they'll uh, uh, they'll be drinking something and then something said that catches them off guard and they spit everything out of their mouth. Oh gosh, that. Tr- and for some reason, Shaft for some likes to imitate that by putting a a stick in front of the character's mouth with stuff looking like it's spraying out. And they do it all the time, and it irks the crap out of me. <laughs> But yeah, it, I mean, when it comes down to it, it's 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 a shaft harem. So take that as it is. If you like shaft and you and you like harems, you'll love this. 
Um, I I can't discount the 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 writing. The writing is very well done in this. Um, so I I can say it. I can easily, fairly highly suggest it. Um, not full support on it, and it's just up there. Does that make sense? Sure. I I'm not I'm not mediocre about it. I do suggest it, but I I don't highly suggest it. Lockets. Like one thumb. One thumb instead of two thumbs. Does that make sense? That was the other problem I had. When I started seeing there was multiple keys, I was like... I That was the other thing that I was really stuck on. was like, oh, cool, there's this, this childhood friend, and here's Takoge's discounting the fact that he has this lock, and he thinks it's really stupid. And then she has a key, and it's like, oh, gosh, we're doing the multiple key thing. And it's like, that, oh, gosh. It was like that... I like that idea of this childhood romance thing, and... And I like how they kind of, even early on, kind of discredited it. And that was kind of cool. But why would you keep beating it to death then? <laughs> yeah, and it's funny because they... they, they... Say, say, say. Spoiler. I didn't say whose key it was. Well, it's the only one... Say, say, say. <laughs> you don't realize when you spoil things. We're totally getting another Shauna. <laughs> You just want a Shauna. I want to put a Shauna in. So everybody's going, what the heck was that? That's what. That's a Shauna. It's a thing now. It's a thing now. And I'm just gonna like. I'm gonna purposely do spoilers from now on just to Shauna them out. <laughs> I'm kidding. Don't think I'm gonna do a spoiler and then forget. Uh, anyways, we're moving on to no game, no life. And how how am I doing the voice on this one? Just do it normal. Do it normal siblings sora and she that is not normal (laughs) (laughs) i don't know how to be normal uh siblings sora and shiro are inseparable both in the real world and the game world their individual skills combined make them an invincible team sora with his astute intuition and penetrating insight and shiro with her remarkable intellect that goes beyond prodigy level genius in the real world, they are Hikamori, which is pretty much a shut-in, neat, which is not employed in, in education or training, um, reclusive and unsocial. But in the game world, the siblings are together, f- uh, together form a blank space. Is that what they're called? Blank. Just say blank. I don't know why they. Say oh, that's a right, because you had brackets there. Yeah, he just it's they, it's, it's blank. basically open bracket, close bracket, isn't it? Yeah, they don't they don't put anything in the space and. So, so they call themselves they blank. Okay. All right. Now I get the joke. A mysterious group of undefeated online gamers. And what they mean by und- a group is literal. Um, like the opening scene, you have this group is being just taken down by this other gigantic party. And, of course, you're, a, a basic assumption is that there's this big party of people taking down this other group. And then it flashes over, and here's the, the brother and sister just sitting there with five monitor screens, and they're just, like, controlling multiple characters all at the same time. That's how good they are. So that's what they mean by an, un, an actual group of undefeated online gamers. Uh, who win every game with unbeatable scores. Because the account names of these players are left empty, they become simply known as blank. One fateful day, after beating a mysterious challenger in a game of online chess, the siblings receive an offer from an opponent to be reborn in his world, Disbord. 
a fantasy world where everything is determined by games. When they accept the proposal, Sora and Shu are summoned into the distored disboard by the world's god, Tet, who is who they discover uh, to also be a former opponent together. Sora and Shiro and the journey uh, <coughs> Sora and Shiro begin their journey in redeeming the weak human race of immunity and conquering is that actually a word cuz it's actually underlined <laughs> immunity it, it, it's it is the 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 it's the human race but in that uh in that world it's called immunity instead of humanity cuz they view them as cheap and junk um, and conquering the world to challenge Tet for his title of One True God. With a capital G, that's crazy. Anyways, yeah. I have really not much to say about the show, so I'm just going to leave it to you. Um, I highly suggest it. Um, I think that... I And I know that you gave up on it. Be- well, I, 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 liked, I liked the idea of the show, because I'm a gamer. I'll say that. I think the only thing that I couldn't get past and I didn't give myself the opportunity to give it another shot was just that they laid down, this is a game world, everything's decided by game, you're not allowed to cheat, and then everything they're doing, they're cheating. And so it turns into a game of cheating, which I just, I'm just not really interested in because that's really... You're, when you're creating your own rules, it then makes a game useless so it's like okay this is a world of games where they're not really playing games they're just seeing who can cheat better does that make sense but yeah i i want to i still eventually want to rewatch it because i want to give it a shot i i think that when all is said and done at the end of this show i i walked away uh, i felt like the there was there was the tropish humor because they did do that but they were very clever in the way that they did that the those that humor um when when there was fan service and yes there was fan service it was it was it, it's not as heavy as some shows that i've seen so when i say fan service i'm, I'm this is light fan is service is it like hineko level or is it i would under say that? i would say just above hineko level Ooh. okay just above it so it's it's just a little bit worse than hineko but it's not DXD. <laughs> I mean, I mean it, it, nothing is DXD. I mean, so it's honestly, etchy. it's not. It's it's a little bit higher than etchy, but it's not porno. Exactly. I guess <laughs> it's a good. It's a good way of saying it. I mean, I I I don't know how else to be, how better to say it. I mean, it's not. Hineko was. was I kind of painted was, you in a corner by making you describe how etchy and and fan service it is because that's kind of a really hard thing to describe yeah i i mean i don't i mean at, at worst there's panty shots and 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 steam covered bath th- scenes th- there is the steam co- co- colored baths or covered bath steams the bath steams there's seams in the bath and they're covered Do anyway not worry. <laughs> there's no seams revealed in this show there is there is one episode where they do have full nudity however all parts are they didn't do the band-aid thing, do they? No. Okay. It is removed. <laughs> they're just bald spots? Yes. Okay, that. So and, they're and, like and it is, they're like JRPG. No, 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 no. It is explainable by the episode. 
I cannot explain it better than that. Just it, if I uh, don't worry about it, there is a nude scene, but they are not there. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's just, it's just the concept of like, uh, angels and deities are usually portrayed in games and animation as being and art too, as, as having no defining features, even though they are not, they are showing it, but there's no defining details of it yes i i guess that would be a perfect way of saying it <laughs> I, i'm trying to just think i think that's usually the best way to describe it because you do see it in a lot of things like art yeah. um but yeah so uh, that 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 is enough of the etchy the other thing i do want to discuss is the games themselves are i think very clever in the way that they were done um you only seen what two games one of them say about three there was the first chess scene outside. There was this, the the chess scene inside. Then there was the game that he played with the girl to get her her affection, or whatever you would call it. I think that was totally three. One outside to get money. One inside where he sees somebody get cheated, and then uh, in the room where he basically the one inside. I don't wins. think that that should really count because I mean, honestly, it was a it, it was, was a showing flash. how the cheating works. Um, yeah, I guess you could say that. Um, and then you've seen the 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 paper rock scissors game. Um, shortly after that, they Which do was stupid. <laughs> and then they have that to dis- actually they have to that is actually the first time that they actually show how the the way the world works. And yeah, they're learning how to break it. Yeah, in a way. Um, after that, it goes into what I think was probably the most inventive way that you could honestly have a chess game in general i i was very impressed with it and i thought that it was very clever um and yes it does have the whole cheating slash how do i i i use the rules to my advantage and i think that's where this 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 show really shines is Oh, yeah, because it would technically be really boring just to watch them beat a bunch of people with chess. And, and I think that that's, that's what I was expecting was them being super smart and figuring out how, how to beat everybody in a, each game. But what I really ended up getting was very inventive versions of these games and then very inventive ways of beating these games. Uh, shortly after the chess game was the 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 word game that they that that Japanese play a lot, where they use the the last kanji and or not the last kanji but the last kind of katakana, and then they use that as the first katakana of the next word. That that game was very inventive in the way that it was done. So I cannot suggest this show enough. Um, I think that it's just very well, very clever, very well done. And I want to say that it was ended well, but technically it does have a cliffhanger per se. And because this is a visual novel, there is plenty more to go on. Um, or not a visual novel, it's a um, light novel. There's plenty more to go on. I cannot see, as especially with as much of a following at it, at, that it has gained, I can't see them not continuing this, but I have to I have to say it for what it is. There is a cliffhanger at the end of this show. So 
but I still highly suggest it if that doesn't say enough. So you don't hate it like Norgami? Actually, because they wrapped it up enough. Not none of us very treasure crap. Not not none <laughs> that's, of us. That's very a rating crap. skill. Is it is it not none of very treasure cliffhanger or is it Norgami cliffhanger? <sighs> I think. <laughs> If I was to put it in any way, shape, or form, I think that Noragami ended better than this one did. Oh, ouch. But at the same time... Of course, Noragami, in my opinion, wasn't bad, so that's actually good to me. I, I, and, I, <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I think that, that that says a lot also, because it's not that it didn't end well, because I, I, I came away from this show satisfied. I was satisfied with everything I del- that it delivered. See, that's my thing. That's uh, like we we were describing. That's a big issue that's happening recently. Is a lot of shows, and especially we noticed it with uh, Not on His Buried Treasure. And we talked about this a lot with the last episode. So I hope I'm not repeating anything here. Um, but it it's it's getting more and more difficult to review these shows because they a lot of them are giving this perception that they continue, but you don't know if they're ever going to have another season. Or if they're purely doing this just to get you into manga. And it's th- so that makes it very difficult for us to suggest it. So I think what we try to to convey to you is that if a show wraps up, if you feel satisfied, or if you're going to feel like with the case of Nana's Buried Treasure, that you have just been ripped off really bad. Like you here are these characters, you're going to like them. We're not gonna reveal too much about them because we're gonna do that later. End Okay, where was that a revealing you were going to do? Uh, well, we're still doing the manga. Kind of thing. I, at the end of this show, it felt like it was a distinct chapter. Right, and that's how they a lot of shows used to be. They used to make them self-contained is what I, I, I believe is yeah. the best term. And, 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 I, and that's where... That's where it's like, like a bad like on, sci-fi like movie on, where you, you see them kill the big beast and then you see an egg. It's not like you go, what the hell? Now I got to watch the next one? No, it's like it's an egg. And it's like it's like what what I was saying about Noragami is it, it's it's the same thing. I I feel the same way about Noragami as I did on this one, except for with Noragami I felt a little bit less satisfied than I did with this one. It's not that I hated because I, even when we were reviewing Noragami, I highly I I really did like Noragami. I just felt unsatisfied with it whereas compared to this one same thing. I I really really love this one, but there was no there was no characters that were undeveloped that I I felt like I needed to see more of. I was more satisfied with this show as a complete boxed set. Both of them did the exact same thing. At the end of it, it felt like there should be more. But one left me more satisfied than the other one. Does that make sense? Oh, I got him backwards. I thought you were saying that this was less satisfying than Origami. No, this one cut off more than Noragami. Okay. <laughs> because it, this one had that big o, a big O thing at the end that said, hey, yeah, this is really cool, something that you want to see. Better wait until next ep- next season, you know, type thing. But so it didn't that's really why. say next season. No, it didn't really specifically Don't say Don't want to break season. no news, nobody. <laughs> <laughs> Confirmed on Otaku's Bird Podcast, there will be a second season. And, and when you, and you said that you were, you were thinking about watching it. If you get to the end, you'll see what I'm saying. It, there, there is something. The, the, the problem I ran into, and you can probably tell me if it, it gets better, was I felt a big issue with, um, there was a, 
a brick wall, not really a brick wall, just a jarring feeling that I had when it went from the beginning where they were like, oh, cool, they're just like totally owning at these games by controlling multiple characters at the same time in this big, cool battle royale of magic and stuff. No, it was like a shooting game, I believe. No, it was magic. Um, and then they get sucked in this other world. And I'm like, cool, they're going to have cool little games that they're going to play. And then they're playing chess and word games and rock, paper, scissors. Does it ever get to the point where they're actually doing, you know, action-oriented things? Or is it just all... Moving How do you forward. Get that? Because you're the look. I know you. I've grown up with you. I know your body language, and you spoil everything for me. But I don't really care. <laughs> Should we shine it out? <laughs> Probably better. All right, we'll shine it out. You've been there. Now you get a shana. There's like three shanas so far. All right, we're moving on to the comic. And by the way, I'm totally wanting to buy... What's her name? Uh, Shido? Please. I'm totally wanting to buy the Shido figure. No, you've got to let me get that one because that is... That is going to we'll be both my have one. No, that no, you can't have two of them. Yes, we no. can have two of them. That you've totally got to let me have that one. That one has got to be mine. It's going to be my room. She's got to be mine. Totally awesome figure. You can get it on Crunchyroll um, for very cheap if you have a premium membership. Do it. Highly it doesn't suggested. come out until January of next year. Yes, it comes out the day after my birthday. Somebody who loves me. <laughs> oh <my> gosh. <laughs> And if you want to donate to our show now, <laughs> um, the comic artist and the assistants. Why do we leave it off on this one? All right. So basically, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it really because good because it's the um, short. Okay. If you want to do the goofy voice, it's got to be this one. But you don't have one. I'm not doing a monkey again. You don't have to do that. I'm going to do a really weird word. Manga artist Yuki Yakito <laughs> is an incredibly perverted boy. A man who Lane loves and desires love everyone close to him and draw panties. And draw His assistant, <laughs> assistant, Asisu, is constantly put into awkward situations and forced to cope with Arthur's shenanigans. Shenanigans? Shenanigans. <laughs> Shenanigans. Shenanigans. Okay, so this show. How is the best way to say what I really want to say about this show? It's perverted. Tell me what you want. What you Oh. <laughs> You're a dork. <laughs> Tell me what to say, what you really want to say. Um, <laughs> I wanna I wanna <laughs> You're so <laughs> I really, really, really wanna stop singing this song. It's in my head now. I'm sorry. And now it's probably stuck in my head. <laughs> and Shut everybody up. that's listening to this, and we want more comments. <laughs> okay. What a- <laughs> I'm going to say it again. <laughs> Tell me what I want to say. What I really want to say. Okay. This is a perverted show. If you didn't guess already by the fact that he really likes to draw panties. Yeah. Okay. You basically have like this very perverted guy that really likes to draw panties, if we haven't established that already. And then he's introduced to like really cute and uh, tropish characters that he will then project his desires upon in ways that won't get him arrested. How many episodes did you get through? He might get arrested. I got all the way up to the Sundere. Which was she was actually really cool. Here's the thing about she this was the show. Only character I liked. I'm mixed on it because when I laughed at this show, I really laughed. 
Yeah, I thought it was absolutely. It was just waiting hilarious. for those moments. Is exactly the is 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 my issue with it, and that's how I felt about every. Because here's the funny thing about this show. It's okay, not really every a short short. I mean, it's not a really. It's, it's not really it's a like, short. You get like three three, three minute things. Yeah, three three. So three 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 three. You're getting basically three shorts in one episode, and there's twelve episodes. So you got about 120 minutes, roughly. Okay, about two hours. Would you say? Okay. 12 episodes times 10 minutes each. Right. Roughly about that much. And here's the thing. I, like I said, when, when I did laugh, I laughed. It was absolutely berserk funny. But it, like my brother was saying, it was like every once in a while I felt like I was sitting there waiting for the next funny thing. That's what and, it was. Because, I mean, like the first episode, I think the only part that I laughed was uh, the part where the girl shows up at the laundry uh the lingerie shop and he's there i'm looking for panties to buy and and that the whole situation was kind of funny that was the only part i laughed second episode the only part i laughed was at the point which he was he was basically talked into not wanting to, to draw panties anymore because it was the he was talking about this this uh this survey he's seen online about men liking uh Either the full-on panty shot, the is-she-wearing-panties idea. So that moved them towards, okay, this, so he probably shouldn't draw panties anymore. And then he's like, no, never mind, I really like drawing panties. And that was kind of, that whole survey thing was kind of funny, in my opinion. The Sunday was, the the was, was pretty much the next way. And, and like, 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 like we're saying, it's not that, and that's the, the thing that I, I, I want to come across as, because... It's it's hard for me to suggest this show because of those little dry spots, those little dry spells, and I, people I, might actually like, find that stuff I, funny I, I, because yeah. it, it it's it's really the problem I found was that it wasn't my humor. This was a lot of very, uh, I would just say, and I don't want to insult people that find it funny, but it, it's just it's very crude. It points at it and says laugh at this kind of humor, and it was it was just nothing but perverted humor. It was. Laugh at this because he's talking about very inappropriate things, kind of uh, humor. So that was my problem, is that I just don't think it was humor I cared for. Well, and even with me, that I, I am a little bit more accepting of it. Even I found that, I think that it was more because the jokes... It's like Space Dandy humor, in my opinion. It's just, here's the joke, laugh at it. It's no, I would, I would say that I would mature. say, I would say that Space Dandy was a little bit more crude than this. Well, yeah, and because I mean, you had a gigantic restaurant made out of <laughs> boobies, and and when it when it comes down to it, I mean that this this show it bordered on the edge of it so much that I mean when it comes down to it, it's it's etchy humor, and like my brother's saying, so it's it's hard for me to suggest it. Unless you like that kind of humor, like he's saying, if you like that kind of humor, go for it. Like I said, it's it for me. I think I've seen those jokes a few too many times. So the ones that, like I said, there was those few points that I just thought was hilarious. But other than that, it's it's a bunch of jokes that I've already seen, and it's hard to suggest that. So I'm gonna say midway. That's what that's what's kind of funny about it because technically it was a manga manga artist, and he constantly was trying to 
he was very expressive of the fact that he wants this world that he draws, which he draws because he wants to experience it. And then he takes those jokes outside of what he's drawing. So technically what it is is him him wanting a trope world and then he's conveying that outside so you're getting a trope joke. So that well, that's like when you're, when you're saying that, that immediately hits me that, yeah, essentially all it is doing is just, here's a trope, let's make fun of it. Well, the, you're, you're still doing the trope that we've already seen. So do something new. So yeah. Anyways. Anything else? No. Bummed out. Yeah. Left on a bad note. Because I, I, I don't have any more to talk to you guys about. The good note is, is we got a lot of awesome articles already up on the website, otakuspirit.com. We just recently did a top 50 mo- must-watch anime. Got a lot of good feedback from that. Um, people were liking it, so I'm happy about that. Um, so definitely check that out. If you have your own uh, must-watch anime, definitely leave a comment there so that we can get some feedback. Uh, maybe we'll read some on the next episode can't 100% guarantee that I'll remember but I'll try um, but yeah our next episode will be another segment of uh, the season of spring 2014 I have a special surprise for the next one uh oh super special surprise I'm scared now are we revealing it or are you just saying that I'm just saying that okay um, yeah check us out at talkspirit.com go to our forums uh, sign up there Post comment, talk to Neko about traps, um, or post your most favorite anime. If you're into figures and whatnot, go ahead and post in our memorability forum, our memorabilia forums, and also subscribe to our uh, YouTube channel, youtube.com slash users slash otaku spirit anime. We post figures on there on a regular basis. Um, but yeah, that's about it. You can find all of our links for all of our follows and stuff on the main page. We hope you all enjoyed listening to this. Um, our outro is from No Game, No Life, and it is Oration by Ai Kayano. Did I say Oration right? Go for it. It's got, I'm, a, it's I'm got an accent on it. <laughs> um, but yeah, take care. Os. Awesome.